0: This is Turbo Mode, the only show designed to get you caught up on the gaming news you missed while you were fragging noobs in 10 minutes or less. Today, the Video Game History Foundation wants Nintendo to rethink their position on saving video game history. Will your copy of Goat Simulator keep working past this summer? I'm Bill Meeks, and if you keep listening, I'm going to
1: tell you. Plus, video games go to war? What video game company just announced their support for the Ukraine by putting their console where their mouth is? We'll let you know coming up. I'm Key Sign.
0: And finally, the Uncharted movie has been out for a month. Did it manage to avoid the video game movie curse? Don't worry, we're going to tell you. Hit the button, we're speeding off. (coughs) Greetings and salutations, game genies. Now, joining me with our big story is our turbocharged virtual correspondent Key. Take it away.
1: Thanks, Bill. First up, Sony Interactive Entertainment added their voice to the glowing global call for peace in Ukraine by announcing their cutting off shipments of PlayStation consoles and games to Russia. PlayStation is Russia's most popular console. According to StatCounter Global Stats, 95% of consoles in Russia are PlayStations. It's important to note, though, that according to NewZoo.com, Russia isn't in the top 10 countries for spending on video games. So this isn't exactly a huge sacrifice for Sony.
0: Big, but uh, it's all about relativity,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. Sony's just the latest in a long list of tech companies halting shipments to Russia after the attacks in Ukraine. Uh, Microsoft, Nintendo, the Poland-based CD Projekt, and other companies have also shut off the global superpower. Apple took the additional step of limiting all Apple Pay applications as well.
0: All of this started after a plea from Ukrainian official uh, Miyahelo Fedorov for gaming companies to halt the sales of their games in Russia. Now, non-gaming brands such as McDonald's, Coca-Cola, and Starbucks have also suspended their operations in Russia, so it's not just
1: gaming here. Yeah. Um, Nintendo fans, take note. The Switch release of Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp, its a turn-based military strategy game, has also been delayed worldwide by Nintendo, quote, in light of recent world events.
0: The classic, uh, in light of recent world events, excuse.
1: We get it, Nintendo. You just want to up the graphics a little bit more. Uh, Well, I mean, it's a recreation of an old Game Boy Advance game. So, I mean, they can't Mm -hmm. really go that high. But uh, to the same respect, uh, kind of a bad look. Releasing a military game.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to be seen as, you know, the... Uh, baby's first warmongering
1: video game, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So what's up next, Bill?
0: Ah, this is exciting, especially for fans of the uh, Uncharted franchise. Now, video game movies have an uneven history at the box office, but that doesn't seem to be stopping the Tom Holland-led Uncharted adaptation for Sony, uh, uh, not Shonies, but Sony, which raked in over $300 million worldwide since it opened one month ago. Now, while pandemic-related box office weirdness might be to blame, Uncharted still has a way to go before it overtakes the Angry Birds movie to nab the honor of being the third highest grossing video game movie uh, at about $352 million. Hmm. Now, naturally, Sony is already prepping an Uncharted sequel, which will include a truly epic car chase sequence modeled on one from Uncharted 4. Uh, Seriously, it's awesome. Links in the show notes over at turbomodeshow.com. Now, whether Sony has plans to team up with Spider-Man and Nathan Drake in their upcoming exclusive contract into the Hollandverse remains to be seen. <laughs> uh, now, I heard fans weren't too happy with the movie. Uh, Key, have you ever played the game? I haven't personally. Are you a
1: fan? And if so, uh, what's your read on it? Well, the thing is, is that when they announced that they were making an Uncharted movie, everybody universally said they have to get Nathan Fillion. Um, -hmm. because he's just like, that is, that is Nathan Drake. I mean, they both have
0: the name Nathan. It's just like Samuel L. Jackson uh, being Nick Fury in the comics and then getting hired in the movies. It's like, you got to use the guy, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. In fact, uh, in fact, um, he even made a fan thing where he starred in it and and everything and it was absolutely amazing, but it just didn't, it is, it just didn't, um, it didn't mesh so
0: yeah what i've heard from fans is just it it has some of the set pieces of the game but it doesn't have the spirit okay now we have one more big story coming up but we have to pay the bills first so listen to this ad and we'll be right back
1: Batman never goes anywhere without his utility belt, right? Well, as a podcaster, you need your own utility belt. Here's Rogue Amoeba's Ultimate Podcast Bundle. It includes Vision, a feature-packed audio editor, Loopback, which routes your audio between applications, Farago, a feature-packed soundboard, and Audio Hijack Pro, their flagship audio recorder. Right now, you can get a discount on your purchase of the Ultimate Podcast Bundle. Use the code ANTP20 to save 20% at RogueAmoeba.com. And finally, the Video Game History Foundation, an organization devoted to preserving video game history, is complaining Nintendo isn't considering the fans after their announcement that they'll shutter the 3DS and Wii U virtual shops. Nintendo announced back in February that they plan to close the Nintendo eShop for both the Nintendo Wii U and the 3DS family of systems. While they won't allow new purchases, customers will still be able to fund their accounts via credit card or eShop for the next several months. Nintendo says it's closing the shops because this is a part of the natural life cycle for any product line as it becomes less used by consumers over time. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Video Game History Foundation's big complaint, according to their tweet on Thursday, is that Nintendo and the Entertainment Software Association, to which Nintendo belongs, consistently make decisions that prevent gamers from preserving and playing games their games Uh,
0: and they're not going to like that Uh, now while maintaining digital storefronts might not seem so costly to people like us it pro at game over 30 on twitter weighed in on nintendo's decision noting the constant march of technology and global regulations actually causes some it infrastructure to get more expensive to maintain over time
1: If you Nintendo fans still want to play select classic games, Nintendo is moving classic titles over to the Nintendo Switch via a subscription service. Think Netflix for games. Nintendo plans to allow users to download games for the foreseeable future.
0: But how long is that, right? I mean, exactly. you know, after 2020, the future could be very short in our future indeed. Exactly. <laughs> the foreseeable future.
1: Yeah, the foreseeable future really doesn't give any assurances. I mean, that's kind of the whole point of what's going on. Uh, see, Nintendo for years, they've gone after pretty much anybody who tried to play a game of theirs in any format other than the original which might not sound like a bad thing but really think about it what if like you had your favorite movie that you love to death but you only had Mm -hmm. it on Betamax and your Betamax player is dying and the company who made the movie is saying if you try to convert this to vhs or dvd or even just digital they're gonna (laughs) go after you because you're putting the movie in a format that they didn't approve Um, yeah and frankly how often
0: are they gonna make me buy tetris i love playing nes tetris is my favorite version of tetris I bought it back in 1987 or whatever it was. Right. (laughs) Like, do I have to, do I really have to buy it again? You got to buy it again again, and and again again, and again. And then I have to get a subscription service. And then they shut down my favorite emulation site. And where, Nintendo, come on, man. Yeah. These, These video games are part of video game history. And if you're not, you should really be letting kids of the modern era experience them for free if anything exactly if anything make these games like a free add-on you get when you buy a nintendo switch right yeah
1: yeah but nope it's something that you have to pay 30 bucks a year for and Mm -hmm. um that could end at any time as well so
0: yeah speaking of ending at any time i think it's about time for us to end Actually.
1: Uh, for Turbo Mode, I've been Bill Meeks. And I'm Key Sign. Turbo Mode was produced by Sean White, written by Bill Meeks, edited by me, and our fact checker was Kelly Lynn Colby. Our music was provided by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder.
0: And uh, now make sure to like, subscribe, and rate us everywhere. Then come back tomorrow, where we'll give you all the gaming news you need in Turbo Mode so you can get informed and get back to gaming. Now, I'm going to go slow things down. Turbo Mode, disintegrate.